Even though this is our third pregnancy, it's our first gender surprise. I just know it's a boy. <laughs> then explain my weird pregnancy cravings. Boy or girl, we just want the baby to be healthy. We've spent months researching the best place to deliver our daughter. Son. So, the one thing we're not keeping a surprise? It's, it's an, an Eastside baby. baby. With maternity and NICU experts, breastfeeding support, and more. Celebrate your baby's birthday at Eastside Medical Center. Visit itsaneastsidebaby.com to learn more. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the wonderful and beautiful, luxurious Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Mike Salmon alongside the wonderful and beautiful and luxurious uh, Stephen Julian. Thanks. Hi, Stephen. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I am really enjoying the new clocks on the wall. Yes, we've got you some. You went over and above. New gadgets to play with here I in the like studio. It. I know that we are one minute, seven seconds into this show, or at least the timer that you started. Yeah. Uh, we're actually one minute, 35 seconds. Anyway, sorry. Yes, you are easy. I'm distracted. You're easily <laughs> distracted. That's why I don't face the window. But uh, we've got two wonderful guests here in the studio with us. Uh, joining us from Trade Bank is Lee Connor, and joining us from the National Foundation of Patriotism is Pat Stansberry. So stand at attention, put your hand on your heart, and let's be patriotic ready today. Ready to go. Uh, let's start off with uh, Lee Connor. He is the regional owner of Trade Bank. And uh, Lee, thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. For those that are not familiar with Trade Bank and what you do, tell us all about your organization. So Trade Bank's a nationwide B2B barter exchange platform. Uh, basically, we're enabled the practice of barter between companies, uh, business owners, and independent professionals. Uh, we're headquartered at just uh, not too far from here in Cumming, Georgia. Uh, one of the largest ex- barter exchanges in the world, and uh, yeah, we help business owners grow their business through the tools of barter and uh, improve their bottom lines. Why would a company want to barter and, and use a trade bank? What are the benefits? Well, you have to look at like why people have always bartered in history to begin with. I mean, you exchange the goods and val- uh, goods and services of, uh, in a non-cash transaction, right? And what that does is that it enables you to spend less cash, essentially. The exchanges like Trade Bank, it just eliminates some of the difficulties that you find in normal barter agreements. One is, you know, it helps you find somebody who's willing to trade in the first place, but it also makes it multi-directional instead of of one-on-one. So just because, uh, you know, you might have something I want, but I don't have anything you want, well, then there's no trade possible, but in the platform that gets rid of that problem, right? And the other issue that you run into a lot of times is you have situations where, you know, you have something I want and I got something you want, but the difference in values is so disparate that you can't make it happen logistically. Again, you know, the platform and the currency within the platform that we utilize to make it to lubricate the process, it gets rid of that issue. Um, so the benefits of using an exchange like ours, though, in addition with as many partners as we have in the exchange already, we also have the ability to, once you join up, we can drive all that business to you, right? So additional business uh that you wouldn't get otherwise. And then also that enables you to earn that trade currency and you can spend that on other stuff that uh, you would normally spend cash on at full retail value. Uh, so you, it enables you to keep more cash in the business and again, improve your profit margins. So for uh, those business owners who have either never done a barter at all, and uh, on top of that, especially those business owners, maybe they've done a little bartering, but they've done the one-on-one kind of off market just between friends or, or business associates. Um, 
talk me through what it looks like, what the process actually is on Trade Banks Exchange. How do I get started? How easy is that? What What are my first steps? And what would my first few transactions potentially look like? Well, so I got a team of brokers that will actually help with that process. So we get everybody onboarded. We find out, you know, what it is that you do. We find out about your business, what you're willing to offer on trade, how much you're willing to trade. And again, the amount that somebody, a company uh, trades is entirely up to them. We don't expect anybody to do all their business and trade. That doesn't make sense. But uh, we find all that information out up front. And then what we do is we, you know, one of my staff members will work with uh, the company that's joining up to figure out how we're going to market their products and services to the rest of the members in the exchange. And then we start blasting that out to everybody. Um, so we generate that interest there. But then what will happen is they will s send the request into the brokers. Uh, we figure out who all wants to do business with them, and then we present it to them, and they get to choose how much they're willing to do at any given point in time. I'm, I'm imagining there are certain businesses that uh, barter makes a lot of sense for, and there's uh, more than there's a few of those on the exchange that people can choose from. What are some of the businesses that, that you, as uh, kind of the leadership, is looking and saying, man, this would be such a great situation for these type businesses, and I just don't see a lot of them on there. So there's an opportunity for that business owner to really get some, some good bartering business going. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, there's pretty much the only businesses that we don't deal with are the ones that are highly regulated, like various financial services, banks, and things of that nature. Everybody else... Uh, there's what I find is, especially with as many of the thousands of companies as we have on the exchange, there's a need for almost every type of business. Now, I will tell you some of the most popular ones that I'm always looking for to add to the exchange uh, are going to be restaurants and entertainment venues, uh, as well as anything having to do with home services, for example, right? I mean, I have a list of about literally 100 companies right now that are waiting for all these different types of home services companies because there's such backlog. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's, uh, uh, yeah, well, just, there's just there's plenty of opportunities yeah, like that. I like there. that, and so. I want to dig into that a little bit more so people understand the 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 choices that they have. Let's say I'm a painter, for example, and I'm willing to. to uh, is that a bad? You're laughing. Is that a bad example? No, it's just painting companies. Oh my goodness, man, they're one of the ones I'm going after so badly right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, okay. Because everybody's asking for painting companies. Oh, yeah. Literally, if I have another painting company sign up today, I can I can book them up for the next three months. Okay, wow. so you're a painting company out there. Get in touch with Lee Connor with Trade Bank ASAP. So I'm one of those painters, and I'm willing to trade out my services. I could actually trade out for. Uh, with with a um, you know a travel company travel agent for maybe a trip for me and my family I could trade out for a restaurant here and go have a meal there or an entertainment at an amusement park I mean there's just so many choices oh absolutely well look let me tell you a story real quick so I have this guy that owns a uh, electrical contracting company um, he got on board and he ended up uh, you know doing a few uh, lighting retrofits for some of the restaurant business that we you know the restaurants that we have on the on the uh, in the exchange but then he took that the funds that he earned and basically took his family of uh, five down to the Gulf Coast because uh, we are a nationwide company so we have businesses all over the country and uh, took his family down there he ended up renting a beachfront house uh, on trade uh, he took his family to several restaurants on trade. He came back and said, you know, I only spent about 500 bucks of my own money down there because I spent all the rest of it on trade, you know, retail shops, everything. So that's just, and that's, you know, obviously uh, in a travel situation. But, yeah, travel agents are a, a hot commodity item as well. 
you know, if people want uh, tickets to various events, we can handle that kind of stuff too. So, so I was thinking uh, as a business owner, uh, it, that's a fantastic story, and everybody's going, I would love to go to, a, uh, you know, to barter for a trip. That's a that's a very reasonable, realistic uh, expectation. I'm thinking of the business owner who's going, um, who's thinking, I'd like to barter for some of the services I need to run my business, like an accounting or bookkeeping or, you know, and you talked about the highly regulated. Are there some services that people might think, oh, that's not available, but as a business owner, I could go, hey, I could barter for some of those services rather than going into my cash flow for that. Yeah. So, well, let me tell you, uh, I personally have an accountant that I use on trade, for example, that takes care of all my corporate taxation issues, yep. uh, as well as some of my bookkeeping. Um, you know, I have some law firms. Uh, actually, I talked to a lawyer the other day that does real estate closings, right? And he, he didn't believe I'd be able to find uh, uh, people willing to use him uh, or able to take work with him on trade. And I found three of them within the first week. Um, so, you know, there's law firms, there's accounting firms, there's, I mean, there's all, it's a wide array of both white collar and blue collar type jobs that are available. And I think one of the major value adds, and this isn't really a question, this is almost an unsolicited testimonial, but I would imagine one of the big value adds is how good those brokers, the team behind you and behind Trade Bank that helps the new business owner who becomes a new member, help them. I mean, we, we don't join just to join another service. We want to trade our goods and services for things back that we would need or would find value in. And a lot of that is going to be the education of the people who work for Trade Bank, correct? Well, yeah, and look, I, I got to tell you, man, the staff at Trade Bank makes me look good, okay? I mean, they're outstanding. Uh, I'm really good at going out and meeting people and getting them interested in the idea, but when it comes to the actual execution of everything on a day-to-day -day basis, that's, that's the team of uh, brokers that we have working for Trade Bank. They're outstanding. We're talking with Lee Connor. He's the uh, regional director or regional owner of Trade Bank. And so so I could be trading out all my services, whatever they may be, or, or products, or, well, I guess it'd be more ser service. Well, yeah, services and well, for products. You, for you, for Business Radio X, it would be trading out, I, mean, I would imagine, showtimes. Right. So I could be trading this all out, and I could be accruing all this credit, or however is it called, credit or cash dollars or trade dollars? Trade dollars. Trade dollars over time. Do I ever lose them? Do I have to spend them within a certain amount of time? No, they're they're going to stay with you as long as you're with us, and and uh, you know so, and that's actually one of the advantages of Trade Bank over some of the competition, quite frankly, because what you'll find is that you have these other barter companies across the country that pop up sometimes, but they don't make it. We've been around for 32 years. We're not going anywhere. Uh, you know, it's it's we're we're one of the most firmly established barter exchanges in the country. Yeah, we actually get your newsletter every couple of weeks uh, from the Trade Bank, and I see where I've seen a couple where I mean, you can actually trade out your for, for for a car. I mean, for you know, maybe not a new car, but for an actual car. I mean, some well, of the, what's the craziest thing that you could trade for right now? You know, I don't know what I think the craziest thing is. I think the craziest thing is just the wide variety of stuff that does yeah. sell and and how fast it sells. Like, so for example, we have a, a Trade Bank app that has the you know a marketplace on there with people from all over the country just posting these on there and box trucks, for example. You know, your typical U-Haul thing somebody puts on there, they sell within the hour. Wow. You know, uh, I saw a, a $10,000 brand new conveyor belt washing machine for restaurants go on there and sell within a couple of days. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's, and then, but at the same time, somebody sold a box of 500 cured K-cups that they had that was, you know, brand new, never opened. And then somebody else is selling jewelry. I mean, it's just, it's, it's constantly changing and updating all the time. It's fascinating. It, it, it seems that the craziest thing is only the limit of someone's imagination and finding someone else in the trade bank who's willing to exchange it. Um, I was going to ask this question because I know people who haven't yet done it or haven't yet experienced it there. I think it's a two prong question. One is, is there ever a situation where what I have can be exchanged out for real dollars? Or if the answer to that is no, is there an exchange where I can get, so Mike was talking about a car or something like, so I'm going after a big ticket. 
I can use some trade. I can use some of my trade uh, dollars and then also work out a cash for the remainder of the balance. Is that a possibility? It is possible. We obviously want to encourage that everybody use uh, the trade itself right. or, you know, f use fully trade. But I mean, there are situations where, for example, some companies, if they have a really high uh, materials cost, you know, and I'll right. use roofing as an example, there have been scenarios where uh, they'll do roof repairs for a hundred repairs for a hundred percent on trade, but if there's a roof replacement, for example, I mean, the cost of the job could be almost seventy, eighty percent right. materials and supplies. So we can take that into account, work that out with them, so they charge part of that with cash and part of it in trade. Well, Lee, for those that would like to find out more about Trade Bank and maybe look into your services, what's the best way to do that? Well, there's multiple options for that. I mean, obviously, you can go look up Trade Bank of it, uh, either Trade Bank or Trade Bank of Atlanta on Facebook. You can. Uh, uh, go to the website is www.tradebank.com and that's trade bank just spelled like it sounds trade and bank uh, and or you can email me directly at lconner at tradebank.com that's l-c-o-n-n-e-r at tradebank.com and uh, yeah and, go I that route. and I believe we have a guarantee that your team will make you look good to anyone who emails you right they make me look awesome that man <laughs> that's a great guarantee is that a full-time job making me look awesome yeah. yeah they get overtime for that okay good good Lee thank you for joining us oh well thank you guys for having me uh, Mike, before we get to our next guest, just want to remind everybody that uh, Subaru of Gwinnett uh, is the studio sponsor for uh, Gwinnett Business Radio, and uh, love is what makes a Subaru. Our listeners can get big savings and enjoy a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today. Come in and see the difference, or maybe, like Mike, you're already a Subaruist. Then follow Subaru of Gwinnett's Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers, news, and community events. We should play the song like Mike. Of course, Gatorade would want some money, but yeah, when we do that. Well, maybe they'll trade out for the rights to there play you that go. song. I like it. Yeah, if they're members oh. of the trade bank or not. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, joining us now is Pat Stansberry. Pat is the executive director with the National Foundation of Patriotism, and she's all decked out in her red, white, and blue. She's got a beautiful you know, American flag scarf and everything. So, uh, uh, Pat, thank you for coming in today. It is so great to be back with you, Mike. I've been here a couple of times before. And it's been a while, though. I, I, it's been a while, and I have to say I love business radio. And uh, my board members will call me and say, what are you doing on business radio? Well, I think patriotism is for everybody. I have a, a motto on patriotism in business. Uh, so it makes perfect sense for us to be here, and I'm glad to be back. Thank you for having me. Well, glad to have you. National Foundation of Patriotism. Uh, patriotism. People may be listening and going, well, that sounds kind of unique and different. <laughs> what does your organization do? We are unique. Um, and uh, interestingly, I believe we're not that different from what most good organizations do, good business does. Uh, the National Foundation of Patriotism focuses on civility. We focus on bringing people together. We focus on the, f the, the concept of patriotism, being love of country, respect for natural resources, things that we typically do every day in our hearts, and we hold these values. We don't always talk about them, and today, this is the best time to be in patriotism because the word has been hijacked to mean so many different things. But the truth of the matter is, patriotism is a unifying word, uh, opposite of nationalism, which is a separating word. Uh, patriotism is something that we all need. It holds us together. It's held us together as a nation for many, many years, a couple of centuries. Well, sometimes it's it's easy to forget, you know, yes. and uh, Independence Day, July 4th, we, we celebrate it. And other than maybe a, a tragedy or something, sometimes we, we forget about patriotism. How is it relevant in our day-to-day -day lives? That is why I'm here. 
this is why I'm here. Um, it is relevant in the daily lives of our citizens because we have to remember first who we are as a nation. Um, we are the greatest nation, I believe, in the world, but more importantly, we're the most powerful nation in, in many ways, particularly in the best ways. Uh, a strong patriotic America leads, leads itself to a greater and safer global community. America is on the front line of every natural disaster, every, every nation that's in serious trouble and really needs help, we're right there. So there's a lot of really great and positive things about our country and, and patriotism that people aren't talking about. And one of the reasons I love to get on these shows is for the opportunity to remind everybody all of those values you hold so dear in your heart. Sometimes you look back at our age or my age over the, the old TV shows you used to watch and everybody had a flag on their front porch and everybody went to church on Sunday and the families were all together. Well, it's, it looks different today, but it doesn't have to. And if there's anything I want everyone to take away from any time I get on a stage or a microphone, it doesn't have to be that way. You can, you can be the kind person. I, I come, I say I'm American born with Italian parts. Um, I have family dinner on Sunday. Everybody's invited, friends and neighbors. You can still do that. <laughs> you don't have to look back at Mayberry RFD and say, I wish we were. And I think for, for all of us, that's an important message that's getting lost. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the National Foundation of Patriotism, yeah. what are some of the specific activities or specific programs or mm -hmm. specific uh, goals that you guys are trying to reach? What are some of the things that you're yeah. doing beyond the family dinner, which sounds great. It and I, I'd like to show up some Sunday and, and enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you can. Uh, and if you want to go to the uh, to the blog posts on our website, foundationofpatriotism.org, uh, you'll find what to do around that family table. I actually guide parents how to how to actually get back to family dinner nice. but the national foundation of patriotism is derived from our original mission which was the national museum of patriotism at at one point located in downtown atlanta we had about twelve thousand followers uh, we raised a lot of money through corporate and private enterprises to do um everything from just letting the nation know that there is an organization that is a, a quiet organization of unity we call ourselves the cool, the cool hand on the fevered brow of a chaotic America uh, this last you know election and certainly the next election that's just great times for us because as much as people scream about negative things you can come to the foundation foundationofpatriotism.org and you can find yourself there you can get your patriotic batteries recharged there one of the things i absolutely love about we don't do we do not throw a flag in your face and tell you what it is to be a patriot we respect that you have your own patriotic values your own american values and we just like to light your fire you'll you'll find we have um uh, an education program that's so subtle we don't even call it an education program. Sometimes words uh, in this particular c political climate can be a real detriment. And so you work your way around words. That's what unifying people do. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you said in your first answer you talked about how patriotism is different from nationalism and, right. and I, I think you'd use the term hijacked, mm -hmm. uh, how patriotism in, in some terms has been hijacked. Um, it sounds like the foundation's main purpose is to really have people remember that patriotism is a unifier, not a divider. Mm -hmm. 
And in unifying, it does need to be acknowledged that my patriotism is different from yours or my opinions. So there are differences. Mm -hmm. But but the patriotism is what's supposed to bring us together to allow those differences to move us forward. Exactly. Am I stating that? You're, you're stating it better than most people state oh, thank it. And you. thank you for giving me some new fodder. So, no. Hashtag. That's yours for free. Free yeah. market. <laughs> thank you. I, I'm, I'm sharing it. We're unifying together. And we're unifying a- and, today. And yeah. so then my question becomes out of that, uh, it sounds like probably the main purpose is to just every, try and get everybody to stop shouting. Yes. And, and let's start talking. Yes. Right. Well, and you know, listening. I have four kids and eight grandkids and one grand, great grandson. And I've found over the years that the best way to get attention is to be quiet. <laughs> you get a lot more listeners when you're actually silent. My kids will say, "Uh oh, if she's not talking, you better stop. <laughs> and so it's an interesting thing. I learned that as a mom. Uh, it pays off as an adult. In, at the National Foundation of Patriotism, we, as mentioned earlier, we had uh, 12,000 members in the museum. We now have over 350,000 members now wow. and growing. Uh, one of the programs that we run is our what we call our exhibit program, which is for teachers, educators, parents, and you, basically. You get a chance to go under each tab. There's 22 tabs on the site. Some of them are not built out yet, and we're, we continue. We encourage people to help us to build these out because we believe this is America's uh, organization. This is We believe the National Museum of Patriotism was America's museum. Well, the National Foundation of Patriotism is America's foundation. Can you repeat the line about being silent again? Can you, can you say that again? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to put you on the spot like that but i'm sitting here thinking that is a hashtag that is a trend uh can we get all politicians and and a lot of media outlets to follow the so the more silent or the more i listen or say i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna mess it up can the you say the quieter i get the more you listen the quieter i get yeah. the more you listen mm-hmm. that needs to be a campaign slogan <laughs> Every year. Well, maybe it will be. Uh, man, that's a good one. One of the great things about the exhibit page is educators, teachers, parents, and you can go on there, and you can get your patriotic batteries recharged. One of my favorites, you'll see them in 22 clean-looking tiles, images, words, very w- a lot of white space. But everyone you tap on has lots of exhibits underneath them, so you can choose for yourself. One of the greatest ones I love is the Symbols of America exhibit because it reminds us of the value of symbols. Symbols are another thing that are quiet. They're quiet, but they're profound. And when you see something, like say we have this, one of the greatest symbols is the, is the White House. Uh, we actually have geotechnology on there, so you can actually go into the White House, you sit at your computer, you can actually take a look at the inside of the White House if you've never been there, it's pretty cool. The other exhibit is the space exhibit, Patriotism in Space, we're so excited about this. It's still being built, we got some good stuff on, but if you go on that one, you actually get an experience in space. On your screen, in your chair, wherever you are, you're gonna see an actual video of what astronauts saw when they looked outside the window. We have, uh, several scientists that are on our board of advisors. Um, we've got um, some NASA advisors on our board of advisors for that exhibit too. So it's a, it's a really fun thing to, to build out. What I love most about it is teachers who have to work in, in let's say, communities that are less uh, interested in, in patriotic values, I guess if you'd say it like that, they have an option to go and to actually use some some different images and some different language and still get a point across without just shoving it in their face. And I I, I love that about what we do. Our guest is Pat Stansberry with the National Foundation of Patriotism here on Gwinnett Business Radio. 
because you speak a lot and you go to a lot of places and you give talks and you go on media and so forth, I'm going to assume that you probably get the question that for sports fans, mm -hmm. the Colin Kaepernick thing, the, oh, the yeah. uh, Megan Rapinoe with the U.S. women's sports teams, you know, the ones that either kneel during national anthems or refuse to acknowledge the national anthems, I'm assuming you get asked your opinion on that all the time. How do you respond? Well, I could say this. Being asked my, my opinion, quote, unquote, is a very quiet thing to say. <laughs> yes, I do get a lot of uh, interest in that topic. I will say this, and I always make it personal because patriotism is personal. My son, my brother served in the Vietnam War as a volunteer. He enlisted when everybody else was getting drafted. He came out honorably discharged. Um, I have his book here today for you, Mike. Uh, we are selling his book online at foundationofpatriotism.org. Um, my son is a West Point officer, a volunteer. He served two tours in Afghanistan, two tours in Iraq, saved a lot of men's li men and women's lives, served with some honorable people, all of which volunteer today. So when I sit and watch a game and I watch people disrespect our flag, it means something to me. So this is the way that I address that. My son and my brother fought for your right to disrespect the flag. I'll leave it with you to decide how it makes you feel. I can't dictate to you, but I can tell you how it makes me feel right. for them. Well, and that's where the controversy happens because a lot of folks say he's not disrespecting, they're not disrespecting the flag, but that your brother or your son fought for the right that they can do what they Absolutely. want. Absolutely, even so though it hurts me. It goes back and forth. Well, and I think the important thing is to leave people with the impression that they may not be thinking about, that it's hurting somebody. Your right may be okay to do. There's things that are legal to do that aren't right to do. Um, you, you have the right to go out and kill somebody, and if you're not caught, you, you get away with that too. But it hurts somebody. And so at the Foundation of Patriotism, again, we don't throw a flag in your face and tell you what it is to be a patriot. We will never stand up and yell and rail against the Kaepernicks of the world and, and these types of people. We've had this since the revolution. This is not new. I think that's a point that is not well made today. I think it needs to be made. This is nothing new. This has been going on for years. The only thing that's changed it is we now have the megaphone of social media and the world is now engaged. What's really interesting to me on our social media, we have people from countries I've never even heard of that are joining us and commenting in positive ways about what America has done for their country. American soldiers are loved around the world. Don't buy the garbage that a handful of people are trying to sell that, that the world hates America. The world does not. And I'll give you one story that if I can get through it without crying, I will, but I'm going to not even apologize if I don't. The tissues are nearby. Okay, I'm ready. My daughter-in-law is a Peruvian uh, descent. She became an American citizen. I went to her naturalization ceremony with my son, who had just literally practically stepped off of uh, the plane out of uh, war on his leave. There was a Iraqi woman with her child at that ser service becoming a natural citizen. When my, my grandchildren were playing with each other with their, her little girl, and we struck, two grandmas struck up a conversation, and when she heard that my son was a West Point officer, she started to cry, and she hugged me so tight 
And she said, if it weren't for the American soldiers, we'd never be here today. And she held up her finger, and it was still stained with the stain uh, many of us remember where they were able to vote for the first time. Yeah. This woman lived in captivity all of her life. Those people live in captivity for centuries. So for America to roll in and just expect them to uh, immediately conform to everything we believe, that's not realistic. But love always overrides hate and good always overrides evil and light always overrides darkness. The National Foundation of Patriotism is about being good and light and, and helpful and kind. Civility is so necessary, and we need to do it now. Well, on that note, uh, Pat, for those individuals or businesses that would like to support your organization, your foundation, how what's the best way for them to engage and, and do that? Any way they can. They can go to uh, foundationofpatriotism.org and click on our donate page, and they can give us a, a lot of money. Uh, I will say to anybody that does want to support us, million is spelt with two L's. Um, we were very, very and grateful. And billion starts with a B. And billion starts with a B. And, uh, and we do barter. <laughs> So we'll talk about that later, Lee. I appreciate you. You won't shove a flag in their face, but we will sell you but a flag. But we'll sell you yeah, a flag you and, and many other flag-related <laughs> items. Um, we do encourage everybody to check out that website, and we certainly encourage you to support us. We do have a campaign running right now if you're interested, if anybody's interested in, in sh showing their patriotism. We are working to get a man named Rick Rescorla the Presidential Medal of Freedom. We have an online petition if you're interested in learning about Rick. You can go on, read all about it. Once you read his story, you are going to so want to be a part of this. Everybody that signs this petition, as soon as we get the president's attention, whether or not he actually awards that honor, which I, we do believe he will. We have a lot of uh, incredible people very close to the president taking my handwritten letter to him, including Bill Bennett, William J. Bennett has joined me. We co-wrote a letter together to the president. And I'm so honored that Bill allowed me to say that today <laughs> publicly. And uh, so we're going we're gonna to win that award for, uh, for our, we're going to win this effort to get that award for Rick Rescorla. Uh, but everybody that gets on, joins us will get a patriotism award. So we're really excited about that. And you just go to Facebook, look us up. I say the best way to find us, go to the website, www.foundationofpatriotism.org, and click on all of our social media buttons. You'll find a lot of great people there. Foundationofpatriotism.org. Pat, thank you so much. Thanks. It's great being here. All right. We went a little over today, but uh, time well spent on the show. Well, talking uh, talking patriotism and, and bartering, those are two very, very good topics. And hope people learned some stuff and uh, thought about some stuff. The one thing I'll say uh, is... Uh, for those people who say that we're, it's never been this bad politically or anything like that, uh, do a Google search and read differing political opinions of whatever president you want to choose. Go as far back as you want. The things that the Lincoln's opponents said about him, the things that FDR's opponents said, doesn't matter the party of your favorite presidents. Find what the other party was saying about them. It sounds a lot like today, so that never changes, and patriotism is working through that through incivility. So anyway, that was my two cents for what it was worth. Mike, I want to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center. Quality care close to home, Eastside Medical Center has been a community health care leader for over 39 years. Nationally recognized for patient safety, Eastside focuses on delivering quality care with exceptional outcomes by using the most advanced technology and experienced physicians. For more information on Eastside System of Care, visit eastsidemedical.com. 
And a reminder, you can uh, enjoy these programs anytime you want, 24-7, by going to businessradiox.com. Select the Gwinnett Studio, and you can catch this episode and all our other episodes as well. We also want to remind you to like us on Facebook, at Gwinnett Radio X. Follow us on Twitter, at Gwinnett Radio X. And connect with us on LinkedIn, at Gwinnett Business Radio X. Much or come up and see us at a local networking event. Absolutely. We'll be at a lot of the chamber events. Yeah. And like Pat, we're all over social media. There you go. So uh, we want to thank our listeners. We want to thank our guest, uh, Pat Stansberry, with the National Foundation of Patriotism, and uh, Lee Connor with Trade Bank. Our thanks to our engineer and producer, Trey, our director of sales and marketing, Amanda, as well. For Stephen, you have something you want to say? No. You want to do the Pledge of Allegiance or something? I feel like it, or singing the national anthem, but we want listeners to keep listening, so yeah, I won't say. No. I'm Mike. We'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.